Hello, and welcome to the show, where we ask Rita Harrison, the foremost authority on the Willow System, questions from listeners about health, healing, and happiness. My name is Kim Lewis. My name is Cheryl Wild. So let's get started. Did I do the right thing to dump my boyfriend? I work in an office with nine other people. I am the only woman in the office. The guys I work with are terrific. I am happy to go to work each morning just to work with these great guys. They are always there for me when I have a question or need help. After hearing other women talk about their jobs, I think I am one of the luckiest people on earth. I am not married as are most of my co-workers, but none of them hits on me. If I need something to do my job, they get it for me. They have a tradition that after work on Friday, they take me to a different restaurant each week for dinner. I really enjoy these dinners, and so do they. However, my boyfriend found out about them and demanded that I stop going on a date with nine guys. I tried to explain to him that it was not a date. It was just friends going out for a meal. He would not listen to me. He said the only reason they are doing that is so that they can get into my pants. I think his jealousy got the best of him, so he is now my ex-boyfriend. Do you think I did the right thing to dump him, Rita? So I understand your feelings of maybe you feel like he is starting to control you or his jealousy might be out of the norm. I must admit, I see it a little bit differently. And since you asked, I would like to give you a more holistic picture here and also share information how women and men tick. So now that you ask me, I would rather say you have, you might have chosen the easy way out. Why do I say that? I think you need to understand that you're in a very lucky place that's very admirable with the men around you doing things for you, fulfilling your needs. Mm-hmm. What you might not know is that this is, this is exactly what a man likes to do. So your boyfriend has that inside him too. Men usually, and I don't mean that in a putting down version, men want to be the hero of the woman. So when he sees you having your needs fulfilled by other men, he might be triggered. And I would like to share this with you. In his fear not to be enough for you and not being able and um, maybe even acknowledged by you in being good enough for you. Mm. So men usually fear, and a lot of women don't know that, the, the woman one day finds out that they're actually not good enough. That's not necessarily what we really think, but that's their fear. So when there are other men there who are providing for that space, you know, fulfilling your needs, um, he feels probably triggered. Of course, he reacted in a ver- out of a very fearful state. We saw that, you know. It looked jealous. What looks jealous on the surface might be fear underneath. So it's mostly not what it looks like. That's one thing. 
And and I thought because he said demanded, demanded that I stop seeing going out to dinner with these guys that I thought that it was just a little bit too much. It was the beginning of him maybe wanting to control me. I get that, and I hear you. And this is something that you might want to learn in a relationship. Mm -hmm. How can I communicate better? Because I really believe that both of you went into a file, what I call files, you know, a memory file in the brain. That means that you're both acting out of the triggers, and you're not communicating really as men and women out of your true self anymore. And uh, this is very hard. It's not so easy to learn. So for you, it might be that you need to learn to communicate those things in a way that he does not feel he is not enough. Of course, we never have that in our hands. And whatever triggers the other person very often is out of our own control. But as a woman, you know, a lot of women now discover that they can actually do more about the relationship than uh, reacting to extreme. A lot of women nowadays don't know anymore. You know, we all have that collectively to learn how to be a woman, mm -hmm. which means to guide a man in a non-direct way uh, how we could actually guide him. My mom always said, a woman is the neck of the family. The man is the head. Wherever the neck turns the head, the head will go. Where many women are like men and communicate in a competitive way with the men. And we need to remember how we can do that in a non-defensive, non-offensive way where we have our own needs met, but we guide them into a process so that we can tell them, you know what, I really love you. I don't have to be with them every Friday night. I feel this really gives me a lot. It might give you a lot for your ego. And I mean that in a positive sense that people that men are so nice to you and do something for you because what women need most is attention and being cared for, and they do it. What he sees is that you t you get it from another source. Mm -hmm. So you need to find a way to bring him in and to really uh, sort it out in a relationship with communication, how to, how to give your place, how to give yourself a place and him a place and maybe you can enjoy that but not at the cost of the relationship and I think just to dump somebody you know we all tend to do that or a lot of us tend to do that nowadays because we don't ne really need each other to survive anymore like it was in the past but I believe personally that and you have to find that for yourself, of mm -hmm. course, that every relationship gives us something to learn where we can grow. And I think you would grow more to understand the complexity of how different we are, we really tick, how we are triggered, and how we can, we can communicate differently. Okay, one of our listeners has written in, my knees and ankles crack and pop almost every time I bend them. How do I stop that, and why does it happen? As a Pilates instructor and massage therapist, I do know that sometimes it's just a release of pressure in the joint. So what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And also, you know, what happens very often is our muscles come from a certain place on the bone and they go to 
another bone to insertion. And on the way from the one bone to the next, it builds the joints, it moves the joints. So the joints are always moved by muscles, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, we also have like the capsule there. Fascia. Then we have the fascia there. We have ligaments there and all those things. Meniscus, the discs in the knees, all those things. And they are all connected some more, some less. So what I see a lot is when people are not aligned, then they are not in a very good balance and coordination. There is an intermuscular coordination between the whole change of muscles. I'm talking about that. But also an intramuscular disbalance and coordination where things are not balanced out on a very molecular level within a muscle. So it might be that they pull too much or not enough, or one builds one agonist and antagonist, they, they don't work properly with mm -hmm. each other, and there's a disbalance. It's like when we're having a rope on both sides, and I pull and you pull, mm -hmm. and you pull more than I pull, that'll leave us in a disbalance and we will fall over mm -hmm. towards your side. So it's a little bit the same the same with our system. So our system balances that out in the coordination, in the reflexes, and tries to build up too much tension. So there's too much pressure on the muscles, on the joints, on the ligaments, on the discs, too much pulling, but also that subluxations can happen. That means that the one part of the joint, there are always at least two yeah, to mm -hmm. build a joint, at least two bones. And one part of the, bo the joint, the bones, is a little bit more to the left, to the right, mm -hmm. a little bit dislocated. And then when you bring that back in through a movement or what the chiropractor does, you know, then it makes click too. So if you have that, you should watch your training, how you, how you stretch, how you do training, functional training. A training that's causing the muscles to work in diagonals and in chains to um, work together and not just lifting weights or something like that. That's within one or two axes. It has to be more than that. What I usually offer is the body organization where we tidy up and the reflexes change. It centralizes the joints and it helps to build up a balance between the antagonist and the synergist and the different types of muscles and um, fascias. What else is important that you can use pulling, you know, manual therapy, mm -hmm. so that you can wear um, half a kilo or so, or a, a shoe that's a little bit heavier. You sit on the table and you just bounce your legs back and forth, your calves, to bring better mobilization into your knees. Also, of course, to build up the muscles there. And what you can also do, you can do that with your arm, 
to have a, a little bottle in your hand and you let it hang a little bit over to the front where you can actually swing it back and forth and do a little bit of a pulling, a manual therapy for the joint, massage and a lot of physical therapy treatments help there too. But I think it's always very important to go to the root cause of it, to avoid osteoarthritis. So the other form of having noise in the joints can be because of rheumatic diseases, autoimmune diseases, or systemic infections, and also osteoarthritis. There's something wrong with my muscles. Very often about halfway into the day I start getting sore and it gradually gets worse as the day goes on until I'm writhing in pain ready to cry my eyes out because of how bad it hurts. Some days, like today, my muscles feel like they're all twisted up into a thousand knots. My right bicep actually feels like it's sunk because of how weak it is and how much pain there is and it trembles when I flex. What the hell is wrong with me? I can say that it seems to coincide with when I do extra lifting of my toddler, but I really don't understand how that could cause me this much pain. Of course, when it comes to a health question, it's always important to double check with a physician. Besides that, I have a very good idea what you might deal with because when we are going into certain surviving patterns every day, what we usually do, mostly all of us, without noticing it, is that we create chain reactions. They are mostly diagonal in our body, you know, from the feet to the head and through all the muscles and joints, like we are winding ourselves up. So when you say, I feel twisted, I want to say you probably are, because we're going into rotations in a certain way. So if you could see me now, uh, there is like if I was standing, and if I have my left foot forward, my right arm forward, like I'm, I'm walking. So we're always walking diagonal. So left foot forward brings my right arm forward. And then the other side too. So you seem to be frozen in a rotation in your spine. I wouldn't be astonished if you also had other problems, you know, like in the spine, in the back, in the neck, in the knee, foot. Yeah, because you are probably rotated in your spine and you engage certain muscles a lot and certain others not at all. So the, let's say you're when you stand up and you have the left foot forward, the right arm forward, or the other way around, left arm forward, right foot forward, that always creates this diagonal rotation. In your case, I believe that you are probably jumping from your left foot. So if you jump, please find that out. You're probably jumping from your left foot because that's the stronger one. So your right arm is backwards. That means your biceps needs way more energy to bring your arm forward. So what happens is the biceps is weakened and you need to overcompensate that in everyday life because it's actually its natural position is more backwards and you need to overcome all that distance in order to bring that arm forward and then you even have to overcome that weakened muscle strength. That means you have to work like 
like a hard worker, like a, you know, somebody who is on 100% all the time in order to overcome that. What mostly happens is that that hurts because it, it, it makes you tight. It subluxates the muscles, which means that it brings those joints in different positions, which has to be overcome by the muscle strength too. Subluxation and also the subluxation of the tendon of the biceps out of the sulcus that's here in front that need to be overcome. All that comes together. And at the, in the morning, you might have more energy to overcome that. But the more it's, the summation builds up and builds up and builds up, the, the more it comes out that you're actually in a, in a misalignment. What you need is what I call the body organization that tidies, tidies up the body. So if you want to have some research about that, the original version was developed by Dr. Carl Ferreri in New York. He is not alive anymore, but he has done very nice research. And his method is called NOT, Neural Organization Technique. And this is where I based my body organization from. It might be very worthwhile to organize the whole body because of the chain reactions, not just uh, where it hurts. You need to look at the whole picture and put the fuses back in and tidy up like a spring cleaning. Well, I hope you found the show helpful. And if you have any questions, please send them to info at willowforyou.com. That's info, I-N-F-O, at willow, W-I-L-L-O-W, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Thank you for listening and hope you'll join us next time. We'll be asking Rita about health, healing, and happiness.